0: We've got some. Hey, fresh, new, I'm Luis. Talents. And so I'm Luis. You and
1: you are listening before. to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning
0: the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit.
1: If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. All right.
0: What are we learning today? Today, guys, today we're going to talk about how we increase our revenue six times, six x our revenue, but not only from last year, but from the four previous years since we started our business. Yes, right.
1: This was uh, one of the elements that uh, we dove in head first and has helped tremendously. I think we can still improve well, it a little bit more. Well,
0: I think we dove head first. One, we went all in on Biz Bros. Uh, But I think, and this is a warning for those that are listening, this is a topic that is often overlooked, is often learned at the very beginning of the entrepreneurial journey. But it is probably one of the concepts that people overlook the most. And then they go and they learn it and they say, I wish I would have paid attention a few years ago. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good
1: one. I love it. That was fire.
0: Yeah. By the way, the (laughs) intro today... I think we I think we nailed it. We nailed it. Yeah, for those that are listening, we do our intros live every single time. I don't know. I think it gets get gets
1: us in the mood. Rolling. Yeah. So if you're listening, please don't forget to subscribe, smash that subscribe button. Pew 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 pew. Follow us on social media. You can find us at Biz Bros. Go on Instagram and Facebook. If you send us a DM there, we are happy to answer. We are actually taking like live Instagram calls today. We actually had uh, one really, really cool one. So if you guys have anything to say about content, have any specific questions, feel free to send them there. And uh, we're happy to do a live call um, on Instagram.
0: Yeah. If you want to support the Biz Bros and content is profit, all we ask for you is to just subscribe, leave us a review, and if
1: possible, share it with everybody. Love it. All right, you want to get started. Let's do it. Let's rolling. All right, Fonse. So you actually came up with the topic today, right? So uh, tell me, like, why is this so dear to you, or to us? So I
0: think it's it's dear to everybody that's making <laughs> bi- that has a business because, well, first of all, we, I, I feel like people people go to, into business to solve a problem, right, and I honestly don't know of anybody that has gone into a business to solve a problem of a person person that they don't like, right? So yep. this concept that we're going to be talking about today, it's about how can I do business in an enjoyable way because I'm working with the person that I want, right? But not only the person that I want, but the person that I'm working with, they want and they are craving to work. With us as well, right? In this case, they're craving, craving to work with you, the listener. So, I'm gonna, so, I'm actually gonna tell the story a little bit first on like how I listen, how I heard this. Yeah. Uh, so, when we started our business, right, four years back, um, I was I was reading dot com secrets from Russell Bronson. At this point, we started our social media agency. Actually, did we start? No, I don't think we started our social media agency at this point yet. But we we were educating ourselves in everything direct response marketing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on the Express. I was reading Dotcom Secrets, and I was my mind was blown away. I was like, "Dude, this book is so freaking cool!" <laughs> and I've always had it in my mind when we were trying to build a business or businesses, you know, business t-shirts, assist. stickers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I was like. How do we find the people that we want to sell this? Yeah. Right? And at the same time, it's like, I don't want to work with someone that is, like, annoying. That is the reason I'm not in a corporate (laughs) job because I don't want to have a boss that's annoying, right? So, like, why am I going to go get clients that I don't like? Yeah. But that was always in my mind. Like, ah, this is very, very confusing. And when reading Dotcom Secrets, I know this Russell Brunson didn't come up with this. He's mentioned it, but we learned it from Russell Brunson. And for those that don't know who Russell Brunson is, he is uh, the founder, one of the co-founders of ClickFunnels. Yep. So in his book, he was talking about traffic temperatures. He was talking about cold traffic, that is people that have no idea about the problem uh, and the solutions that you offer. The warm traffic, that is people that are aware of the problem but might not be aware of the solution. And then he talked about the hot traffic, right? That is the people that are aware of the problem and the solution. So, technically, talking to the hot traffic, right, those hot customers, those hot leads are going to be easier to close. And those are probably what are going to be your 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 best shot when you're trying to acquire customers.
1: Yeah, and, and if you are listening, you're familiar with, like, sales or different terms. Like, this comes up very often, right? They talk about, you know, cold calling, and that's the reason... Uh, why there's, like, so much information around yeah. cold calling because, like, it's a specific type of lead. It's people that, you know, um, are not really aware that you exist or that they have a problem, so that's why they call it cold. And then as they move up on the, like, range of awareness of the problem and your business, then they become, you know, hot. That's why if somebody calls you, that's considered hot. But we found out there's a fourth level.
0: Yeah, and right? I'm going to get to that into like in a minute. Uh, so, we actually, after a little bit, after reading that book and I think a failed attempt of be wealthy, I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, um, we started a social media marketing agency, and one and again we ran across another concept, which is a customer avatar. Right, everybody tells you you need to envision the person that you're gonna sell to, uh, what they like, the books they read, everything. Right, and. Honestly, we, we did that exercise. We had our customer avatar. And again, we just throw it aside and we're like, okay, who are well, we going to sell this? Well, let's try restaurants. So we started calling every single restaurant, meaning we were reaching out to call audiences, maybe warm audiences that they knew they had a problem, but they weren't aware of the solution. And they didn't know we had the solution, right? Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, we were literally sitting well i was sitting in my bedroom which i was super proud to be in my home office at the moment (laughs) the other day i saw a bad picture on instagram i was like like a three year four year ago memory and it was me uh putting a story on instagram like oh that laptop lifestyle but honestly i wasn't like doing anything
1: yeah Um, hashtag uh fail
0: fake fake life fake (laughs) so i was at my house just doing those calls but I didn't really know who I was targeting and when you don't really know who you're targeting you get way more no's and you get way like you get discouraged pretty quickly
1: pretty quickly yeah because I mean I mean think about it like if you have been either on the content game or selling something right um I'm sure at some point you felt like You were talking to a wall just because phone gets, like, hung up on you. Uh, Nobody pays attention to your message. Nobody pays attention to your content, right? Yep. And, uh, and like, Fonzie just said, like, you can feel very discouraged to the point that a lot of people, like, close their businesses very quickly because of this reason.
0: Yeah. And so, again, I'm going to resume the story. We go to the restaurants, and we actually... Closer first deal Super exciting uh, I, I think I was shaking When I when, when I went to talk To the guy At the restaurant I was yeah. super nervous I actually stood up For that meeting You did? Yeah I actually like Wore I don't, I really don't that. Really nice mm-hmm. clothes Cause I was like I need to give a good impression I need to <laughs> I, I, And
1: Clearly again. look at him now. So if you guys are watching live or yeah. listening, go back to the video. I mean, and if you get to know me. <laughs> yes. I mean, he he takes naps on a hammock. On a hammock. but Behind I, the office. Again, like,
0: <laughs> and that's that goes down to, to not knowing who we want to work with, right? Because yeah, after a while, we were like, dude, like, we don't want to work with people that is going to judge us for the way we dress. You know, we want them to give us an opportunity as we talk they're gonna see the value on what we have to offer and i mean if you want to dress care, nice you know?
1: that's awesome
0: right exactly yeah, yeah we don't totally have anything okay. you know, anything against that. <laughs> that that that's part of our criteria we don't want to yeah. work with someone that is going to be closing their door to us just because we are dressed on our
1: on a t-shirt on our
0: t-shirt right so whatever i go to this guy's business we close it and i don't know i think it was like six months later
1: it was horrible. Like, working <laughs> with this
0: person, it was not good at it, all.
1: Just back up a little bit, right? Uh, it, I think, like, when we were talking to them, there was a lot of convincing that we had oh, to do. so much so convincing. In, instead of selling, which selling should be a frictionless process, Yep. Uh, this convincing took a while we had to come with a lot of data show him like why he should be doing this like uh, comparing different cases and uh, after a lot of no's right he finally said yes reluct- reluctantly
0: yeah reluctantly yeah, and
1: uh, and and the process on how he came on even though it was amazing it was like our first client we we're so excited he had it, it was the most like we've ever charged in our lives at, at that oh, point that in point, time yeah. um the process was very rocky yeah no for so sure. so that will dictate that started to dictate the relationship that we have with them they yeah. started to question I, I, everything that we were doing right Yeah,
0: i think it's steve larson the one that says the way they come into your programs or services determines the way you know they're gonna be as a client so yeah if it takes a lot of convincing like that happened the relation the relationship probably is not gonna be that good when you are fulfilling your services or when they are going through your programs. So I'm going to fast forward now, three, four years, our timelines are all messed up. But we went to, well, we actually started listening to Steve Larson, right? And I think this was the first time we we heard this concept like that in that way, where he talked about the fourth type of audience that my brother just mentioned a few minutes ago um can you explain a little bit more right what is and and explain our experience and what happened when we know like when we got to know a little bit about that that yeah
1: so so with that concept like that fourth level for me was literally mind mind mind-blowing because i was coming from a sales environment with a very big company that has about a thousand locations worldwide i was right at the forefront of their sales process i was managing a team of 14 15 people uh you know continue like the idea was to sell as many memberships as we could like every day uh, our staff has a, had a cold quota so you know we're calling cold leads warm leads hot leads like the, the whole traditional thing and uh, I remember that I was not familiar with this thing I was like okay perfect you know it's, it's cold warm and hot and that's it and and if they're like if they call like the first day the, they're, they're hot lead because they're interested and even though that was beautiful on paper. As soon as we would call, like they would hang up on us, right? Um, and I was like, "But why? Like you just gave us your information, and I'm sure, like you listening, like if you're if you're in the sales environment, you probably can relate to this." But I remember seeing in that room, you know, with my notebook taking notes uh, like crazy, and then he goes. You know, we have these people, which is the cold, and then we have the warm, and then we have the the, the hot. Like, who's who's lived that? And I'm like, I'm here raising my hand all excited, <laughs> you know, taking my notes. And, uh, and then it's like, guess what? There's a fourth level. And I'm like, wait, what? The last three years that I've been working in sales, I've never run into this, Like right? Why? And then he goes, it's your dream your dream level and i'm like your dream customer exactly your dream customer is not is is well it's a hotly is your dream yeah so i'm like what and immediately like go back to my notebook and and you know write dream massive i'm like yeah this is exactly exclamation point exclamation point you know g- gong sound you know it's like yeah a moment of clarity and uh, so what does that mean what is that your dream and basically somebody that is problem aware that, is, that knows you. Is solution-aware. Solution-aware. But the most important part. That is, they got the money. Not
0: only they got the money, but and they're, spending, they're the spending the money. They're spending
1: the money in, already. In a similar solution. And they're, right? frustrated, they're, they're frustrated with that solution. Mm-hmm. So then you can come in and collect them, right? So bringing it back, right, to the environment that I was in. I was in the fitness industry. And as many of you might know, that's a very competitive uh, world, right? So, and I think this is one of my favorite stories to illustrate this thing, right? So, our location was located in this kind of shopping mall style kind of deal. We had a lot of restaurants next to us, which was awesome because... Well, awesome in theory because we thought that people that would go to these restaurants, right, are eating like crazy, you know, and and, and and that's it. That's all they did. And then they needed our solution because we were a fitness studio right there. So that this was coming from, from above. It's like, guys, you had to go to all these restaurants and create all this marketing and, you know, be up, up there and set up a table and talk to these people right off the street, super cold, right, to bring them into a studio where they're going to work out and sweat and, you know, go crazy, which... I mean, nothing against that. The workout was freaking amazing. I loved it, right? But there was a there was a lot of food traffic on certain days, on Thursdays, for example. And on Thursdays, uh, these restaurants were serving dollar slices. So the yum, thought process was like, look, yum 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 yum, yum. Yes, a hundred percent. So this was the thought process. The thought process was, hey. If I'm paying $20 a lead, right, which is very expensive, I'm going to go and sit down in front of the pizza place, and everybody that comes in, I'm going to tell them, look, I am going to buy you a $1 slice of pizza, which is $1. So I'm not paying $20 if you give me your information. So uh, the pizza is on me if you give me your information, right? So I can later reach out to you so you can come in for a workout. So I'm paying $1 a lead versus a $20 lead. Genius on paper, right? Guess what? <laughs> the people that are coming to this restaurant are lo- are going to purchase a $1 slice. It's a very popular restaurant. It's a ton of food traffic, but it's not definitely our dream customer because these are people that might not even be working out. So yep. the, they're... They're just there for the, the food. They're just there for the food and that's okay, right? But their journey from wanting to work out to working out is a lot longer than somebody that goes and works out regularly in a different studio. Yep. That is frustrated with that studio. Yeah. So our marketing efforts are being wasted because the people would like perfect. I'll give you my info. I'll eat my pizza for free. And then you're gonna spend the la the next eight weeks trying to call me and I'm gonna ignore your call because I don't wanna work out.
0: Yeah. That's and that's true.
1: exactly what happened. So go ahead, sorry. Quit quick
0: golden nugget here for gym owners get run an ad (laughs) on facebook and place it on every gym location in your city talk about the pains that the people are feeling hey are you not fulfilled with the current workout that you're doing hey if this is you come get your free class at my gym and that's it I'm sure you're going to hit a lot of people that are going to gyms and are very frustrated with their current situation and they're looking for something different. And you are that different. You are that solution to their problem.
1: So, so that's it. Yeah, I mean, even with with places, let's say, you know, they pay a $10 membership, right? And then your membership is maybe 10 times more. So it's not like, is it smart right and you you guys can tell me the answer you can send me a dm DM what you think about this but is it smart me trying to convince somebody to spend 10 times more or grab somebody from some some place that charges similar but is frustrated right uh so it's it's super interesting right and you can apply this to to basically every every business right there's plenty to go around there's Unfortunately, I hope hope that your business has such an amazing experience and such an amazing customer service that they're not angry at you. But you're always going to have some people that are going to be in the back of the pack. I think it's uh, a... that natural gonna, process is it, a, it's in a natural process. And just like you have that in your business, there's going to be people in other their businesses that are going to be the same way. So I think it's a little bit smarter to find your dream customer, which is somebody, let's say, let, let's stay with the gym topic, right? Somebody that works out regularly. Yep. They have the money to pay for this membership. Yep. They want to work out. That's the other one, right? They, they want, want to, to work it. out, right? And they're frustrated with the, with their current, uh, yep. opportunity. So, those are five things, right? You can add more filters and, and then you can create your message around that and then target. So we're going to go to that in a little bit later. Yeah. So Hopefully I, th- I was able to to explain th- it. And if you're live, comment, like, if it do, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think we just actually, we just went through what we would call the secret number one of finding your your dream client, right? We talk about them want, wanting, they are buyers already. They're spending the money. That means they want that solution, right? And one of the biggest problems is especially business owners is that they fall in love with what they offer. So then they see someone that they think that person needs it and they try to convince that person to buy. And that's one of the biggest problems because yes, even though that person might need it, they don't want it and people don't buy because they just need it. They buy because they want it, right? Like why some people purchase, you know, $80 Eighty-dollar um, wine bottles versus five-dollar wine bottles, right? Yeah, is because they want they want the the class of the eighty-dollar wine bottle, for example. So it is key to pretty much figure out who are the people that want my product. And again, going back to the gym, what a better way to find these people that are already working out and paying for it simple yeah, I, as that
1: i mean I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question you know yeah. for, for let's say a woman right that loves shoes right and is it easier for somebody that doesn't own a pair of shoes to sell a pair of shoes or somebody that owns 20 way easier
0: to someone that already owns 20 because you know they're buyers they're they're constantly buying shoes <laughs> they're probably yeah. collecting them at this point so if you if you're gonna have, yeah if you're gonna sell it to someone that has no no shoes or let's say one pair of rice, someone that you know is super conservative, they're probably gonna give it some thought and you're probably gonna have to do some convincing for them to buy it
1: yeah so we have we actually have comments coming in on our live feed so thank you so much for for commenting we're actually going to dive in we can actually dive into your in, into those questions right after we finish with the episode we appreciate it. so if you have some time uh we would love to actually answer these questions yeah. in our facebook just live. stick
0: around and then after the episode we'll 100%. we'll stay live on facebook and we'll answer all those questions
1: awesome thank you again for participating and if you're listening Try to tune in Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. We actually record these episodes live and we're happy to take on your questions. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. All right. Like, comment. Continue, N- Fonzie. Now, so now we
0: know that we need to sell to those people that want our solution, right? Not just needs it, but they want it. They want it. Right. And here I'm going to go to, I'll say, problem number two that a lot of people find themselves in. When we had businesses, we were like, yes, I'm going to sell to everybody. <laughs> you know, everybody's my client. I was yeah. like, no. nightmare, and, and that was one of our problems. We're like, "Yeah." we went into an industry where we're going to be a social media marketing agency for um, restaurants. That was, again, four years ago. And we started calling every single restaurant out there. And that is the wrong approach. You know, like, we were just being, like, greedy at that point. We're like, oh, we want everybody's business. So... I think it is important that we can accept that we cannot serve everyone, right? And that that's actually going to make our life easier. Yeah. Cuz again, I'm and now I'm going to give the example of five, 4 4 years from that social media marketing agency and we are back in today and we finally discover in part who's our I think it, we're constantly there's, a, a, there's always
1: an improvement an ongoing, process, yeah, yeah an
0: ongoing process but now we are super clear of who we want to work with right um again a few months ago we we decided to do content momentum which is we're turning these macro pieces of content into the micro assets so people can share their message and turn their content into
1: profit so and what what uh just like let's walk the listeners right and and, and the wait, wait g-
0: give me one second give me a second hold that question rather right cuz i want to <laughs> okay. go i hold. want it, where, where's the the whip hold <laughs> okay. it right there. <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> so cuz i, I want to go back to one of our clients right that okay. we started working yes. with and at the, at this point we're ready pretty much bu- we had the same offering that we have right now but for one difference right we were, we were doing the recording. For them, yeah. We were bringing the cameras, you know, every single the whole time. whole production, yeah, yeah. Like, once a month or once every two months, we had to pack everything, you know, rent some cameras, go there a few hours early, set it up, tell them what to say. <laughs> yeah. And then not only that, but, like, then you have to struggle with them not being comfortable in front of the camera, you having to coach them on what to say,
1: their their tones and their voice. and And I want to be clear, right? Like... There's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's people that are really, really, really good. That actually, that we know, that we adore, that do this kind of work. Yeah, but for us, that was a it friction. Was, for, it was, that was not worth the friction. Yeah,
0: t- totally. I, again, exactly. Some people love doing this type of work. Yeah, and, and that's and that's totally okay. Yeah. And we're happy to refer them to you if you are interested. Exactly. And, and we enjoy, <laughs> we enjoyed it for a yeah, while. not it was I'm not fun. Gonna lie. But it got to a point where we're like, you know what? Like, yeah, maybe we don't want to do the recording. <laughs> So, again, we started asking ourselves, then, who's that dream customer that we want to serve? If we don't, like, because now I don't want to go out there and sell content momentum and having to go and film all the content.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, I mean, at the time, we didn't have the bandwidth to, let's say, we onboard 10 new clients in one month. We do not have the bandwidth to, to operate at that level. Yeah. So, we, that was a friction moment that was, that was blocking our sales process. Totally. Yeah. So... I mean what what did we do, right? Like Yes. Actually Tell me, tell me more. Tell me. I, actually it's a fun
0: because Tell we, me functions. We were asking ourselves the question, but it wasn't until we met <laughs> someone at it was Great the, Nate. Uh, Monday Baby, right? Monday baby. Monday, yeah. baby. It's Monday baby. Um it wasn't until that event that it was like it became clear to us who our dream customer was, right? And yeah. We were at Monday Baby which is a Steve Larson event right before funnel hacking live for those that are listening funnel hacking live is the yearly event of click funnels the bomb it's amazing if you haven't been uh we totally recommend it so we were in actually one of the breaks i think we're going to get some coffee we we need that caffeine
1: and
0: (laughs) and we like on, on the space right next to where monday baby was being held there was this guy that uh, He's super smart because he knew who the, his dream customers are so he set up an event space right next to the event space that we were in yeah. and he actually created like a f- um a photo shoot studio right a yeah. photographer's studio so everybody was like well i'm an entrepreneur i need the the cool pictures and whatnot and they were my go- social media yeah.
1: for my profiles for my ads yeah right?
0: they would go yeah. there and he was just talking straight to his dream customers so I went there. I was talking to the lady that was at the front, just receiving people. And we we just started sharing what we do. And in that, she said, oh, okay, cool. Let me call Nate, which is a photographer. And yeah. she calls him. We start talking.
1: Nate, if you're watching, man, thank you. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Or listening. And we we started talking with him. And I remember that he said, oh, cool. Well, I already record a podcast. Like you don't, You guys wouldn't have to record it. So, like, how much would you charge me? And my brother and I, at that point, like, we like we'd look at each other and we're like... That
1: is a really good
0: question. Yeah, that is a really good question. We haven't thought about that.
1: Our, our head did this.
0: Yeah. And then it's like... After we left the, that conversation, we look at each other and we were like... Dude, I think we just find our dream customer. People that already have podcasts and they are recording their podcast because now we don't have to deal deal with any of the equipment any <laughs> yeah. of the coaching during the recording there they know the value yeah. of content of Francos because they're already been producing it mm-hmm. and that was huge for us and that was a, a, a huge transformation because now we when we do our prospecting right that we're gonna go call some people we say number one is like okay they need to be publishing and they need to be recording their podcast for a certain length of time and they need to
1: they they need to be consistent so they have to be publishing for a while now Exactly. because and not they, only that but they need to have micro assets as well that too and they have a they have to have a sales process they have to sell something so is is all these like filters that we put into that at first it might sound as maybe negative because yep. you're like oh my god I'm reducing my market so much more. But once you start actually going, there's plenty, you know, for many. And yeah, exactly. if you find one of the indicators, like if you find competition in that market, it means that is needed. That that product is needed, right? So yeah. how then can you differentiate yourself to attract that dream yeah. customer because I, it's there, right? Yeah,
0: that's true. And I, that that differentiation differentiation topic, yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a tough
1: one. That's a, a whole. All, other <laughs> thing, that, that's right? a whole different oh, topic. Whole, yeah, topic. but it's
0: but it's. Incredible! It's amazing, right? It's gonna—I mean, I'm not—I'm not gonna spoil that one. We can leave <laughs> that one for another episode. Yeah. But now, okay, so we know we're selling to people that are buying, and they want, right? The the solution. Uh, we know now that we cannot serve everybody, right? We gotta—we accepted that. Right? We ac- you gotta accept that, right? And you yeah. gotta go for those very specific people again. Mm-hmm. I, you probably heard this: the riches are in the niches. <laughs> so you know, niche down as much as you can. Find that one person that want and you know pretty much they check all the boxes of your of your your requisites um and now that leads to number three right which is a lot of people are like well but like that person i'm trying to sell like they take off all the boxes but they have no money to buy well let us tell you something you
1: who 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 wants to say (laughs) this do you want to say it you go ahead say it like you're you're owning this
0: story today i love it. (laughs) it i'm gonna say it if they don't have the money to purchase what you're <laughs> offering, they are not your dream clients. Okay, like they it's can as simple go, as that. they can
1: go find another solution, right?
0: They, I mean, if they don't have the money, again, it goes back to number one. They have to be already p- buyers. They gotta be pur- purchasing something. So, again, they are not your dream customers. It's as simple as that. And That's but that, that doesn't mean you just you can like you can still help them. them out. You can still help them out, and they yeah. can. Follow your journey. You can nurture that lead for when they eventually get the money. Yeah, look, now it, they can become clients. Exactly.
1: It can be that you know they might not have the money for X, Y, and Z. There's different reasons they really, really want to work with you, right? Uh, but how can you help them then get that money so they can work with you, right? So uh, hopefully, right, if you're selling something either high ticket or whatnot, you know, we do have the content momentum program is a little bit of a higher ticket uh, as a service, like kind of done for you. Uh, you know, the content game, but you know, if they're not there, how can we help them get there? Right. So providing those solutions, uh, help them out, building their relationship, uh, providing tools, right. So they can get there. Um, and that's totally okay because, it's gonna build so much rapport, right? Yeah. Like uh, I remember having a conversation. It, same thing, you know. One of those content conversations over Instagram, and this person's like all all in. Like they believe in content. They produce content daily. They, they, they do this. They do that. And and I think the one thing that was missing was the sales process at the end, uh, because they had so much. They had. A lot of engagement and stuff, but they didn't have that clear because once you put a machine like this to work, obviously you want to measure, right? Yeah. And one of the measures that we connected the initial marketing to the very end is with sales um, and the mo- and, and the money that comes in through that. So we have a company that does this strategy to sell houses, you know, so that's their measure. That's th- those are their KPIs, uh, key performance indicators for those that don't know what a KPI is. <laughs> but um, so... And that's okay. You can you can still help them out. Yeah, right?
0: you can definitely you can still help them out. Again, they're not your dream customer today. They're today, not your dream exactly. customer now, but they can be your dream customer in a month or three, right? I mean, the, there's this an, or, or, analogy or a, or a year,
1: right? Still, yeah. or two years. I who think knows?
0: I think it was Frank Kern for those that are listening yes. and don't know who Frank Kern is. He's like the Go check him out. He's like the godfather of marketing. He's a, he's so cool. He's such a cool dude. Um, but he has this ad where he has a bunch of like mints. And he drops some on the table and he says, this one's right here, just like a a little like handful. This one's right here are the ones that are ready to buy from you today. So those would represent the dream customer. Yeah. Then he grabs the, the rest of the bowl and he dumps it. And he says, this one's right here are the people that are ready to buy from you three to six months from now. Yeah. Right. So again, those are not your dream customers, but in three to six months, they can become your dream customers and then he grabs a huge box and he just dumps it on the on the table and he's like and those over there are the ones that are ready to buy from you probably over a year from now right so that is to illustrate that that was a massive gong that was a massive go moment (laughs) Uh, and that is to illustrate that you know like yes there's people are ready to buy right now but they're the minority so also do not you know relegate the other people i don't know if that's a, the right word yeah. but like don't forget so- about the other ones like still nurture nurture them S- and keep them in your
1: pipeline. Yeah, so I wanna like circle back because we have like two or three minutes left here in this episode uh, on how can you relate your content to this, right? So obviously your marketing, your content, all your strategy is the beginning, right, of that sale. So if you wanna sell to your dream customer, then you have to communicate to your dream customer. So once you've decided who that person is with all those filters, you have to craft your message in a way that you're talking directly to that person that's ready to buy today, yep. right? So, for example, if I'm if I'm selling, right, if I'm talking and creating content to that podcaster that records video, to that content creator that has long-form content that it wants to create assets to distribute in their social media, I'm going to be talking to somebody that's doing that. Today, not like, hey, if you are thinking on doing this, we are your solution. No, because then they're further away from that optimal place that I want them to be, because then I'm going to have to teach them different things. Uh, and again, nothing wrong with that, but that is not our vis- business model. So go back, look at your business, look at how you're communicating, what's the message that you're putting out there, yep. and if it's not the message, the right message to your dream customer, then go back and and redesign your dream customer. Who's that person that you would love yeah. to work with? Or maybe you already have your dream
0: customer within your business, so you can ask them questions. Exactly, right? you can ask them and dig deep and see what is it that they that they love about your business. Like, what problem are you solving for them, right? Yeah. What pain are you taking away from their life, and that's the message you're gonna put out there to attract more people. Like that one that you already have
1: in your business. So I want to leave you guys with one question.
0: Wait, before you do the question, I'm going to do a 30 second recap of what we went through. So everybody has it in their minds, right? We went through the the types of traffic, right? And clients, which is cold, warm, hot. And the new one, the dream dream clients. Now, we are the dream client. They want your solution. You don't think they need it. You know they want it. Now, we're not operating from a place of need and we are trying to serve everybody. Yep. We are, you know, kind of like segmentating the people. And we know exactly who we're talking about with a very specific set of characteristics. And the last one is that if they don't have the money to buy from you now... They might not be your dream. Customer. They might not be your dream customers, and it's okay. Awesome. They can become your dream customers. So the big later. question
1: is like, how do you find them, right? And I'm gonna ask you a question that might help you solve that because every time that we've consulted, every time that we worked with different businesses, this is the question that goes, "Oh, okay, that makes sense, right?" But before I do that, I want you guys to subscribe. Please hit the Ooh, subscribe yeah. button. Uh, follow us in social media at Uh, We're happy to share any any questions, any answers of all the marketing and content secrets that yeah. you want to know. Um, and please, please, please share it with people, F- share it with uh, fellow business owners that you feel like you, they need this, right? Um, yeah. Again, if you know someone that's stuck finding their dream client, yes. right? Like, send them the episode. <laughs> send them the episode. So, again, smash that subscribe button and now I'm going to ask you the question. The question is, who is that person that you can get success for them or result for them the fastest with the least friction possible. Who is the person that you can get results the fastest with the least friction possible? All right. Yep. Guys, I think we're done here. I think we're done. Thank you so much. Facebook people, stay. Yeah. Because we're about to answer all those questions live. And with that being said...
0: We're out of here. We're out of here, guys. guys, Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Again, if you want to support us, share this podcast with everybody. Give us a five-star review and subscribe.
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. We love you and happy, happy. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Bye.